Hello, and this is our 24th episode of Twin Talk MN. I'm Ryan. And I'm Andrew. And today we have a great episode for you. We have a great interview with, with our friend Akiva O, who will be telling us a lot about the National Hockey League. And today, since it is our final episode of our first season, we will be telling you what big trades have to go down this right this second. Yup, and let's get started with the questions. Akiva, how are you doing? I'm doing great. What about you? We are good. Now, let's start with the questions. Our first question is, in the National Hockey League, who do you think will be the MVP this season? Oh, it's going to be all the way Nathan McKinnon. He has been playing for seven years, and he's the captain of the team for the Avalanche. He is number 29. So, I like the number 29 because it's pretty close to my hockey number, which is 36. The all-time best number. Except for 99 because that's Wayne Gretzky's number. Okay, on with the question. Again, so Nathan McKinnon in his average before coronavirus started, um, he got an average of .5, the 12th overall in the NHL, which is insane. He's just 24. Well, not just. It's, it's a pretty old number. No offense to all you parents. But in his first year, he won Rookie of the Year. I mean, come on. That's pretty incredible. He's had a total of 34 goals, which is pretty crazy, saying the Avalanche hasn't um, scored a lot. Now, Akiva, for the Stanley Cup this year, which team do you think will be winning the Stanley Cup? Oh, the Golden Knights or the Boston Bruins. Now, why do you think that? Um, well, the Vegas Golden Knights have done an outstanding job in their third year as a team. And in 2017, their very, very first year of having the team, they made it all the way to the Stanley Cup Finals. Just to lose against the Washington Capitals and the Bruins... They, they also have just been outstanding, too, crushing almost everyone who comes in their way with a record of 44 wins, 14 losses, and 12 ties, which is pretty crazy. Now, last year, the Washington team won the championship. Why do you think that won't happen again? It's really hard to um, win two years in a row. I don't think many teams have done it. Like, Alex Ovechkin, the leader, the captain of the team, doing okay. Uh, and, but it's not like, oh, they're going to win all the way. It's like, man, okay, they can make it to the third round. But then I go, they're done. Um, yeah, now yeah. a lot of people listening know the, that the Minnesota hockey team is the Minnesota Wild. How do you think the Wild will do this season? They'll do okay. Um, I'm not such a huge Wild fan, even though I live in Minnesota. Um, I love the Rangers. Um, they're from New York. I have my whole room red and blue with my shades. Anyway, let's get back to the question. So, they'll do pretty good. They'll make it to the first or second round of the playoffs, but get sweeped, meaning... Um, they'll lose terribly. So there are seven games in the playoffs to to get to 
to the next round. So there's a first round. Well, not seven rounds. There's like seven games. But you have to win the majority of the seven games to get on to the next. And sweeping, getting sweeped means you win zero games out of those seven. And the other team crushes you by winning all of the seven. Pretty horrible that happens. I think that's going to happen to the Wild. So, yeah. Now, Akiva, just one last question before you go. We know that hockey has taken a long time off. How excited are you to watch hockey again? Oh, I'm going to go nuts. The first Rangers game, I'm going to stay up past my bedtime if I have to and watch it and have a binge party. That sounds great. Now, Akiva, thank you so much for doing this interview, and we will stay in touch. No problem. Now, let's talk about baseball. We know that the twin season will start in about two weeks, and we know that our starting pitchers will be Jose Barrios, Jake Odorizzi, Ken Maeda, Homer Bailey. But we don't exactly know who our fifth starter is going to be. My guess is probably Rich Hill, but the other options are also Devin Smutzer and Randy Dobnak. Ryan, who do you think we should start as that number five starter? Well, personally, I think that the obvious answer is definitely Rich Hill. He's a great veteran and has a lot of experience pitching in a lot of tight situations for the Dodgers in the playoffs and in the regular season, and he's done very well. So I think Rich Hill would be a great veteran as our number five starter this season. Andrew? Yeah, I do agree. Hill is a great veteran pitcher, but I feel like we cannot forget about Randy Dobnak. Yes, Dobnak is a very, very young starter, and we haven't seen very much of him, but last season, he played nine game. He pitched nine games for us, and in those nine games, he had a 1.59 ERA, which is really, really great. In most pitchers, the Cy Young Award winner usually gets above three ERA, so that's really amazing. Yes, it was only nine games, but I feel like I think we can count on Dobnak for some more games with that very, very low ERA. Now, let's get to some basketball. We know that the NBA season will be returning in a little under three weeks. And we know that the first game is going to be the New Orleans Pelicans versus the Utah Jazz on Thursday, July 30th. Ryan, which, te- which two teams do you want to see playing in that first game? I think that this is a very interesting question, but in my opinion, there's some definitely some big criteria. I think it should be two big, high-scoring offenses that are really, really fun to watch that don't have that great defenses, and there is no greater offense or the worse defense than the Houston Rockets. They have the number one points-per-game leader in James Harden, who also some of the worst defense in the entire league. They also have another great scorer in Russell Westbrook, whose defense is not great. And they also have the shortest team in the entire league where their center right now, P.J. Tucker, normally plays small forward. And that team does not have very good defense, but their offense is really fun to watch. And another team with great offense is the New Orleans Pelicans with Zion Williamson, the amazing freshman phenom out of Duke last year. This year, in his rookie year, is doing amazing, and if he's not guarded by someone very good, which he definitely won't be if they play the Rockets, he can dunk all over them and make tons of highlights, and I think even though the Rockets would easily win that game, it'd be really fun to watch, and I think I would love to watch that game 
Andrew, which game do you want to see? Well, yeah, I do agree that'd be fun, but I feel like I may want to see two a little better teams play. I mean, yeah, both those teams are fun to watch, but I feel like not great. I feel like we should go to the Eastern Conference and see if they can prove that we should have two different conferences. And when everyone says, oh, it's easy in the East, it's so easy, you don't have to be good to make it to the conference championship or whatever. But I feel like the East can prove that wrong if in the first game of the season we see the Milwaukee Bucks versus the Boston Celtics. I feel like both of those teams just have so much firepower. The Bucks with Giannis Antetokounmpo, Chris Middleton, Eric Bledsoe, Brooke Lopez. And then I just feel like the Celtics with first time the player who was in his first time ever in the playoffs in the number three seed. Kemba Walker and amazing young stars in Jason Tatum and Marcus Smart and Jalen Brown. And I just feel like those two teams going at it, that's a game that I exactly want to see. Or I would also love to see the Toronto Raptors take on the Philadelphia 76ers because we know the last time they played in the playoffs and in a really big game, Kawhi hit that amazing shot to win the game. And... I just feel like the 76ers are just waiting for their revenge. Now, let's go back to the Twins. We know who we might want them to start a pitcher, and we know that the Twins, after signing Josh Donaldson, moved Miguel Sano over to playing first base. Now, backup first baseman is utility player La Tortuga, Williams Ostadio. But Sano and Ostadio both have come down with COVID. Both of them say they're doing good and think they'll be ready to return soon. But if they aren't, the Twins have to have a backup plan. Ryan, who do you think the Twins should start at first base if Sano and Williams Ostadio can't play? Well, personally, I think it's a pretty obvious answer. Marwin Gonzalez. He's a great utility player at first base, third base, and left field. Last year, you have to remember, the Twins didn't have Josh Donaldson, so they were pretty much always playing Sano at third, which meant who's playing first base. Uh-huh, Amarwin Gonzalez. And yeah, don't get me wrong, he was not amazing at first base. But I feel like he was good enough to earn a spot there, and I think he should play at first base. But fine, you also have to remember the last year we had C.J. Crone, and that Marwin Gonzalez played a lot of other positions. But first base, in my opinion, was not his best position. I feel like what we have to do is start Mitch Garver at first base. Now, don't get me wrong, Garver is a catcher plays like a catcher, and I think he should be a catcher. But you kind of have to remember that Garver doesn't, like, he isn't known for his catching skills. He isn't known for gunning guys down a second or catching these wild balls or pitch outs or anything. But we do have a very good defensive catcher in Alex Avila, veteran who played for the Tigers and Diamondbacks, and I can't even name how many teams he's played for, but he's played for a lot, and he's a great veteran. And yes, I do agree, he is not a great hitter, not even close to Marwin or um, Mitch Garver, but I feel like if we move Mitch Garver the first, that just will upgrade his hitting skills, since I feel like then he won't be viewed as a catcher, because most catchers aren't very good hitters. And then we also can put in Alex Avila to kind of command the field. And yes, Garver is great at commanding, but I feel like he's more commanding with a helmet on and not a mask. But 
We'll have to see what happens. Hopefully, Sano and Osio get better very soon and can come back well before opening day. Now, Vine, I want you to think about a very big trade to happen in sports. That would really change up those two or even three or even four teams, um, what they're trying to do for the next two or three years. Have you thought about it? I have, and I have my answer right here, right now. Personally, here is what I think should happen. There should be a three-team trade in the NBA. The Utah Jazz right now are having a lot of tensions. They have the number one defensive player in the entire league, the France phenom, Rudy Gobert. He is amazing at defense, and he's an amazing, tall, lengthy center. But they also have a great young point guard in Donovan Mitchell, also known as Spider Mitchell. And right now, they are at each other's throats. They are really mad at each other and do not want to play together. So the team has to trade away one of their two best players. They've made it clear they really like Donovan, and they don't really want to get rid of him. So that means Rudy's going to have to go. So with Rudy Gobert having to move on, where are some good landing spots? Well, my personal opinion is that the number one landing spot for him is the Houston Rockets. Right now, the Houston Rockets have terrible centers, as I have said before. Their center right now, as I said, is a small forward. And I feel like that is really not looking good for them in the near future. And I feel like they are really going to have a tough time if they don't have a solid center. So I think the Jazz should trade Rudy Gobert to the Rockets. Now, the next team in this deal is the Philadelphia 76ers. The Philadelphia 76ers have two very solid centers. They have Al Horford, amazing veteran center, and Joel Embiid. Now, Joel Embiid is not on the trading table. But I think that Al Horford would be happy to be a starter on a good team. And I think he would be a great starter for the Jazz, not scoring a lot of points, but being able to clean up a lot of those rebounds. So I think that the Jazz should trade Rudy Gobert to the Rockets, and the Rockets give the 76ers Russell Westbrook, and then the 76ers, or the Jazz give the Rockets Rudy Gobert in 2021 second-round pick. The, the Rockets give the Sixers Russell Westbrook, and the 76ers give the Jazz Tobias Harris and a 2020 first round pick. Now, all of those guys are very good, and this would be a huge deal that would definitely shape the game. But it probably won't happen, but I think that'd be pretty cool if it did. Andrew, what is a huge trade in sports you think should happen? Yeah, a big, big trade in sports that I feel like that can completely just just throw this, the NFL, and these three teams completely into chaos is if the Tampa Bay Buccaneers say it to the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Minnesota Vikings, we do not want Leonard Fournette or Unique Nagaku, okay? They're star running back Leonard Fournette in a pretty good defensive end in Unique Nagaku. And the Buccaneers say... Okay, we will take your running back in a defensive end, but we heard that you want that your star quarterback Gardner Minshew. You want more targets, better ones than DJ Chark. So they say, "Okay, we'll give you Chris Godwin." But I feel like there's another team 
they may want to do some big trades this offseason. And I feel like that is the Minnesota Vikings. Now, I know the Vikings don't have much to offer since we are a little short on cap space after we lost all of our cornerbacks. But I feel like what are the Vikings really, really good on? In my opinion, I feel like our biggest strong suit is at running back. I feel like we have amazing running back in Dalvin Cook, great backup in Alexander Madison, some okay guys in Mike Boone, and also Amir Abdullah, and a great fullback in CJ Ham. So in my opinion, we trade away. We give up Alexander Madison to the to the um, Jaguars because they just lost Lam Fournette, so they need a running back. And then the Vikings go out, and we pick up a great offensive lineman from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now, I don't remember exactly who the Buccaneers have at their offensive line. I remember they have some very good players. But I do know that this year they drafted amazing offensive lineman out of Iowa, Christian Wirfs. And I feel like the Vikings would be really excited to have him. Maybe the Buccaneers throw in the first-round draft pick, and the Jacksonville Jaguars also throw in theirs, just because I feel like Madison's very, very strong, and I'd say could easily become a starting running back. So, can't exactly repeat everything I said to you, because it was a lot, but I just feel like those teams could easily make a colossal trade to completely reshape the NFL. Yeah, that would be a crazy trade. Now... Let's get to Andrew with the birthday of the day. Thanks, Ryan. Today, July 9th, is the birthday of one of the best college football players of all time. His name is Niall Kinnick. Sound familiar? Probably not, but after you hear what I have to say, he really should sound familiar, and I recommend telling anyone you know about him. He was a student at the University of Iowa. He was a great running back for them. And in 1939, he won the Heisman Trophy and was a consensus All-American. Then, as some of you know, around that time, World War II started, and he went off into the Navy to fight um, for his country. And he was a great person. Sadly, he died during a training flight while serving as a United States Navy aviator in World War II. Niall was a great person and died way too soon for everyone. And every single Veterans Day, when the Iowa Hawkeyes put on their helmets to go defend their football team, they always wear number 24 on their side of the helmets. And number 24 is Niall Kinnick's number, one of the greatest players ever, and in my opinion, if he was here with us today, he would be in our history books. So yeah. Happy birthday. And there's also a great stadium named after him. And he was the Heisman winner, Niall Kinnick of Kinnick Stadium. Now, sadly, our episode is over. And we wish we could tell you that just wait for another short, for another episode in just two short days. But sadly, we can't. We will be taking a small hiatus. So... Please wait just two short weeks for season two of Twin Talk MN. And you'll be so excited when we have sports. Sweet, sweet sports. In just two short weeks on July 
third. And during that week, you don't just have to sit around doing nothing. If you missed any of our episodes or you just want to hear them again because you just miss sports and just have to wait for them, please do. And if you want to tell anyone about our podcast or tell us anything over text or email, you can go back to our first episode and hear the email you can talk to us at. Just please tell us any comments you have, and we really hope you listen to our next episode of Twin Talk MN.